0: Back to Know We're Left Behind, I am Brian here in North Texas, uh, enduring some hella thunderstorms right now, and probably hail in the next couple minutes, so I'm having a good time with my boy Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you?
1: Same situation, Brian. Yeah? Same situation. Yeah, we're uh, currently under a tornado watch. Not sure if we're going to get tornadoes, but we're 100% going to get some fucking intense weather here in the next... Well, probably for the length of this cast. Yeah, I was going to say, and it started longer.
0: It started about 8.30, and uh, um, Keller was getting like golf ball size hail, and they are like, yeah. it's only going to intensify as it crosses the Metroplex. I'm like, fuck you, Rick Mitchell. God damn it. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, we've got this
1: thing pretty much developed just south of us over San Antonio, and it's moving up right now, and... Yeah, we'll see where we're headed here. It's a uh, seems to be one of those doozies coming from Mexico, so it's it's bound to have a lot of water with it. Yeah. That's what normally happens from that side.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I am. I'm drinking something a little uh, special uh, just for you, Frank. I picked up a can of Spindle Taps Fresh Buds, their West Coast IPA, and it is delicious. It's a Galaxy Citra and I want to say Calypso hopped. Can I see? Can I see that can real quick? hold on let me go grab it i had i was taking pictures of it right before the cast
1: yeah reason i want to see it is spindle tap has so many like so many cool designs on their cans
0: this is one of their like regularly and, available ones.
1: yeah so that's that's one that i saw didn't buy um but would like to buy next time i've i've seen it but i've never like i said never had a bad spindle
0: top so i, I don't
1: I don't doubt that that's going to be delicious. Oh, yeah. or spindle, yeah. It's
0: spindle tap, tap. right? Yeah, tap. they get, they yeah. get you. They, think, they get you thinking about spindle tap. They get you. Yeah. No, no this is a classic uh, West Coast Dank, Dankster IPA. Really, really good. And it's 7%. Like, it's nothing to fuck with. But it doesn't, doesn't taste like it. So, very happy nice. with it. Nice.
1: Yeah, Wu Tang certainly nothing to fuck
0: with. It is really loud outside my window right now. So I mean, it's I, like, I heard a little bit of it. it. It's like Fourth of July here in the neighborhood, except uh, <laughs> thunder and lightning. So see the lights go out briefly. Um, that's what's going on. Shut. Mm-hmm. Cloud well, to ground lightning is happening at a, at, a, at a high rate here in North Texas. Astonishing rate. Be sure to stay away from windows, and don't go holding poles up outside your house. I guess back to you. What are you drinking, buddy? I uh, drinking am actually
1: having a bourbon and sprite tonight. I I had so I had probably about two glasses of wine before mm. the cast, and switching to beer. I don't know that that's going to work I for give, my stomach.
0: I give you the sweats too, man. I don't know what it yeah. is about going from from wine to beer. I did that over the weekend. And uh, I wasn't a fan. I didn't appreciate it. No,
1: so I'm I'm just sticking, just sipping on this drink. Um, you know, had some really good wine though. Not going to mention it because it's not going to be able to be bought. But um, yeah, if you're out there thinking about value wine and you're not stopping in your South African wine section, you're truly missing out. There we uh, go. You're you're missing out. Spanish and South African wine. That's where it's at. Portuguese wine sometimes, if the importer knows what they're getting. That's about it. That's where
0: your value wines live today. That is Frank's wine corner here on No Beer Left Behind. That's right. Um, That's right. While we're at it, um, I've got a GE top-bottom freezer fridge combo. If anybody is interested, uh, shoot us up. Uh, slide in them DMs. I'll hook you up with a real good price. Got to come pick it up yourself. Working condition, just in Brian's garage. Is it a full size? No, oh, yeah, full size. It's Just one of those like Shit. top-bottom. Yeah, you know, just uh, hit me up. Uh, you might, you'll might you be surprised as to how little I'll take to take it out of my garage.
1: Because <laughs> it's in the way. <laughs>
0: <It's>. <laughs> Shit, dude.
1: You know, um, speaking of sort of marketplace and sales like that, there is a lot of, my, like if you're a person who enjoys woodworking or just enjoys, uh, yeah, pretty much woodworking, because I'd imagine it's probably the easiest thing you can do. Find some art deco shit that people are getting rid of and just refinish it. Buy yourself a spray painter. Uh, You're going to be about 200 bucks deep for the supplies that you need to do this refinishing job. Spend a weekend, refinish two or three of those bitches. They are selling on Marketplace for multiples of what people are, are buying them for. Like, I mean, you're talking a dresser, works perfectly fine, might have to do some patchwork. You're probably going to paint it whatever, like enamel white, whatever, right? You're not even going to notice that it was patched. These things are selling four or $500 all day on Marketplace. Shit. And like in minutes, we're not talking about like sitting out there. No, no. It's like, I've got three offers. Whoever
0: wants it, come pick it up. Um, I was legit thinking about shooting like a, a fucking hardcore trailer video of this fridge freezer combo and even like slow-mo whip pans and fucking dry ice smoke rolling out of the freezer to really just make a pop. And Maybe then, you have then, someone open the freezer up and you toss a lettuce in it and they close it and they go, secured. Or they toss a head of lettuce in and then they whip the door back open and it's a goddamn Caesar salad just sitting there. Co- just even like better. Even better. Fucking, you just throw in one grape. No, no, and no, 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 no. They throw re-board. it in. <laughs> they th- they throw it in. You keep driving.
1: You do the secured bit. You stop, open the door back up, and it's a Caesar salad. Well, Think it's a that. it's
0: a refrigerator, so it's gonna be tough to drive it anywhere. Uh, it does have wheels, but I'm not gonna be rolling it. Oh, I thought you said you we're doing it on a trailer bed. No, not doing. I'm not making oh. it. It's not gonna be a homecoming float refrigerator series is not what we're doing here (laughs)
1: i'm gonna charge 50 for it it's gonna cost me about 200 to get rid of it but the joke's gonna be worth
0: it that's exactly right i'm like i think i could do like a full-on video production commercial for this and do just like go over the top and then be like asking price 75 (laughs) (laughs) dollars You're just like, wait, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Does it come with the NFT video? It's better, yeah. yeah. Oh well, the NFT video is actually one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, but you know, uh, it's yours. Oh, it's one hundred twenty thousand. Got it. Yeah, it's yours though. It's yours. But right, it's going
1: going right for one NFT now. Is what two hundred grand? Something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah. So it's a steal at twice the price. Honestly, you're giving him
1: a dis- <laughs> huge discount. <laughs> huge discount.
0: I, I, it's yeah. yeah. I don't know if you heard all that. It's crazy. Brian's NFT sale. My prices are so low, you'd be crazy not to buy them. It's just
1: someone someone's got it. Someone's got to make a YouTube bit, just around like the latest NFTs that sold, and be like, you could have this actual fucking table from Crate and Barrel for a thousand dollars, and
0: you can use it. <laughs> you can put shit on it. You could eat dinner yeah, I, at it. You like, I guess you could burn it is, for what warmth. Good ta- what good is
1: this table, you ask? Well. You can have eight family members around it at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean, it's so ridiculous. The NFT thing is just the world's dumbest fucking market. Like the thing that didn't need to exist that happened that still doesn't need to exist. Yet people bought into it. I mean, it's I bought uh, it's and so are dumb.
0: buying into it. So dumb. The meme, the meme NFT market's going to blow up.
1: You know, peak NFT is when you heard the Kardashians were getting in on it. Ew. That's when you knew it was a scam, well,
0: and you should just leave ch- the market. Chaboy Tom Brady sold his signature there, so I mean, I'm yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it is a signature whore. I'm not
1: really sure if you know what. No, so actually, gonna, I think the Kardashians are signature every time whores. He
0: something now? No, the Kardashians are signature whores.
1: They are. They are that too.
0: Because if you look at uh, what a whore. No, I'm. I'm kidding. I, they're. They're good people. Probably, I don't. Know. She sucked. I think. I think, I think was, there's one hundred percent. I don't. Not a good human being in the Kardashian fam. There's Ted. Ted Kardashian. He was. <laughs> he's all right. He was. He was Phil Mickelson's caddy for a couple of months. Well, you know, it's
1: just funny because the the fact of the matter is, is people go, um, we're going to buy these and collect them, quote unquote. Yeah. And your wife and I had a text message exchange today. And it's like, could you imagine walking? Could you imagine anything more batshit insane (laughs) than walking into someone's house in 30 years and all the art on the wall, which has up until now, up until through the digital revolution, right, has always been hand paint, oil canvas to be like, impressive if it's a print sure prints are cool yeah. right but collectible art is like oh yeah the artist actually painted this canvas that's really neat right right um that's collectible art now all of a sudden we're sitting around the fucking fireplace and going oh look at this i don't know i guess samsung picture tv <laughs> that thing that they sell the Philips fucking frame tv yeah. look at all my NFTs scrolling by and you're, you're feeling like you're browsing Reddit and he
0: goes, no, oh, that's a $60 million NFT. You're like, I guess I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> like you're, oh, literally okay. copy and paste cool. that shit from Google images, but I, right, whatever. No, I Frank, that's what I was going to tell you. You, uh, I haven't told you my new house design, so you don't have the front entry hallway, Um, you walk into the house to go to the kitchen area Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to line that hallway floor to ceiling, left to right as wide as I can get it with multiple digital picture frames, right? Follow me. We're just going to have them changing changing pictures as fast as we possibly can. That way it gives you that, like, I'm dying, and this is a flashback of my life right in front of my eyes right before I die. That is the picture frame wall that I'm going to have coming into my house. And then, obviously, on the other side is live, laugh, love, and then... We've got a fucking. Okay, full. let me
1: let me let me quickly show you something. Okay, buy me like two minutes worth of time. I might have purchased the original NFT. Okay. Give oh, please!
0: I cannot wait for this. By the way, you can also purchase uh, Brian's NFT of his original Squidward or uh, uh, Plankton painting from my college years when I was in theater and I straight up painted Plankton for a project got a fucking A on it. Thank you very much because I had to make my own made my own frame, made my own stretched muslin, and uh, painted my own shit. Got a a Svelte offer of $300 at a college party one time. I didn't accept check, so uh, the guy who offered to buy it from me uh, obviously couldn't go home with it. Uh, Venmo and uh, Cash App didn't exist at the time. Frank is taking art off of his wall at the moment. I don't know what in the shit I'm about to see as the original (laughs) NFT, but... Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah, I am. I, you took okay. two pictures off the wall that I have seen just about every podcast now it, Behind from behind. Okay. Me. So you see this picture?
1: Uh-huh. Okay. It says, help children with bare feet, and the kids got bare feet for feet. I, I see. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Frank owns this. Okay. Or, this or, is an original okay. spray paint graffiti. Okay. okay. Frank also owns... Let me tell you, the NFT, the motherfucking
0: stencil. <laughs> uh, okay. Stencil, you fuck. You, okay. All right. The stencil. He's talking about the stencil in which the uh, painting, the original spray paint painting was was done right. with. So he so is equating that I, to the original. The, the, I the
1: was NFT. at least 10 years ahead of this fucking movement. Um, you're, yeah. You're world's something. first NFT. If you want to own the world's first NFT... Um, shoot us a DM. Brian, I'll take some pictures. You can advertise this on uh, No Beer Left Behind everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, that is an NFT.
0: It's, I mean, I feel like... Because it's
1: going to take a little bit more than a copy and paste to fucking copy that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, just stupid. Like, this Beeple thing. It's a fucking image. What is a Beeple $69 thing? million. Dollars. It's is- an artist. Oh, okay. He put together an NFT. Sold it at Christie's for 69 million dollars. The dude just laughed all the way. I mean, how, how, like, yeah, sorry, Mike Winkleman. Um, no, and, and they, I like how they equate it to art. They're like, yeah, but I mean, that's like having an original by Picasso. Uh, no, it's like having an image of an original by Picasso. That's what that is. Don't, don't you kid yourself. <laughs> like, no one's gonna sit around looking at your bullshit digital art and going,
0: Oh wow! This dude, I can have that
1: shit floating on my wall tomorrow, and I, you know,
0: yeah. Sorry. What the fuck is this? He does VJ loops. Like this is just a background that a move a digital background that you would see behind a DJ at a club of just geometric patterns moving in three D yep. space, and he sells those on the same site where he promotes his himself. Uh and apparently a sixty-nine million dollar fucking NFT. Look at you go, homeboy homeboy. Look at you go.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, yo, yeah, you gotta respect the game. The hustle. Um, the hustle is No, real. you gotta respect the hustle. Don't yeah. respect the game. The, game game is game's, bullshit. the game's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hustle. Hustle's cool. If you if you have a name out there and you're not selling NFTs, it's a, absurd prices. You're an idiot. Yeah, why not? Um why not toss your shit out there? I mean it, it's it's funny because your wife asked. Do you get rights? Yeah, and yeah, but no, <laughs> like be, because the meme of girl burning down the neighborhood is still digitally available everywhere. Yeah. So if you would like to enforce a copyright on said
0: thing, lawyer up, I guess. I mean, well, I mean, don't, if it's, you've got it's the money, possible to, to take that shit back from the internet. If you got the money to uh, buy a four hundred thousand dollar file I guess you might have money to uh, hire an entire law firm to go after fucking meme archives I don't fucking know man that's exhausting just thinking about that shit makes no sense guys real quick (laughs) We've we're creating NFTs every fucking week with this episode. You know what I mean? Like we just create mm-hmm. new episodes, new content, baby. And we don't even we even let you download it if you go to SoundCloud. You can just download the fucking thing. Like should
1: we if you'd like an NFT version of this
0: NFT cast, oh shit. We can create one. We'll start the billing at bidding at two dollars. I I was gonna say um, eighty five cents just to really fuck with people. Uh, got it.
1: Two dollars seems like a fair transactional amount to make it worth everybody's time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're gonna have to tax eighty-five cents. Is difficult. As yeah, like ninety-one. No, not, two is fine. That's that's fine. Two's uh, fair. Yeah. Uh, if I mean, should we call this cast uh, the NFTT? Uh, like, 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 we we should we should sucking we should. on NFTTs.
1: Should. Should. <laughs> uh, you know. Okay. So, my last thought on NFTs. Buy them if you want. Do Top Shot if you want. Uh, just know that in about two years, people are going to be laughing.
0: Yeah, you could spend... And they're not going to be laughing with you. This is some bullshit. You like, could spend all that money on Brian's baseball card collection, which is also up for sale. Uh, again, an embarrassingly low price that we'll all go for because it's a lot of work to sell individual baseball cards online. And I don't have that kind of patience. So... <laughs> hit us up. I've got... Hey, dude, I if you have Red Sox cards in there... Uh, yeah um separate those out because i've got a buddy next door that'll buy those from you don't worry uh i have all my baseball cards divided out by a team so okay. i've got red Sox from the 1970s through the mid 90s so. so just
1: bring just bring the entire red Sox section okay. to bring austin that, that when you down. come down he will buy and he'll give you fair prices for him he's not gonna right. he's not gonna be like a buck a card he'll be like oh this is you know this is a 10 dollar card all day. Yeah. So bring it down. Okay. We'll see Na- neighbor neighbors a huge red so- and especially that era. Like modern day he gets them but that era is super difficult to got get. Any, at this
0: got part. any Yankees fans down there cuz I have a shit ton he would, of. He late, would buy Yankees as well. If you have Mariana 80s. Rivera cards and shit he would buy them. Got a bunch of Wade Boggs all-star cards from uh, cards from the late 80s. He would he would buy them. She would buy them. No. He, them. he just
1: he likes uh, baseball history and okay. more importantly, like cool players that he used to watch, you know, when he was growing up and in college and shit. So, yeah, bring cool. that shit down. You'll always find people willing to pay for it. And and even if the card's only worth a quarter, they'll pay you a buck. You know? Yeah. It's like it's just who has a quarter anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, in any case, um, yeah. So NFTs are baseball cards, but even worse. Yeah. Uh, baseball cards have actual scarcity built in because there's paper and there's <laughs> arts that you cannot replicate and whereas an nft is like oh i've got this non-fungible token sure but physically everything looks the exact same yeah right it's like art has value because art is on canvas canvas ages paint deteriorates paint ages there was a physical you know interaction with the medium Baseball cards, they hold value because oh shit, look at look at what they replicate from art.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> huh. Oh god, you replicate them, they don't look old anymore. They don't have that certain
0: digital fucking art, Frank. Do you Go understand? Go suck a dick. Do you understand Get the dexterity it takes my fingers to hold command shift w? To export as a PNG, it is very difficult.
1: Okay. $69 million. Dollars hey, man. Brian.
0: Like, hey, man. The dexterity. Oh, if, if I'm on a PC, Frank, that is Alt, Control, Shift, W, and/or S on Adobe products to export as a fucking digital file. Okay. Now, that's a lot. That's a lot. I got to yeah, club hands and make it. You can't
1: underestimate the amount of effort that goes into digital art now. I mean, you can.
0: You can really what I will understand. say
1: is, is that $69 million piece of shit will probably hold its value as being the first one that's yeah. sold for that much. And it will have some consequential value. 99% of the shit will not have value.
0: No. Um, yeah, no. The memes. Yeah. memes are probably going to lose their value pretty quick. Um, before we get into the next, uh, section, I'm, I i got to grab myself another beer. Um, and, uh, I, am gonna, I'm gonna step away and I will be right back. And we're back. Okay. So I got me a new beer. Uh, I am drinking a Dunkel Weizenbach. I'm sorry. A Dunkler Weizenbach Ale, product Germany. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never had this beer uh, before. I've never even heard of this brewery before, but apparently it's been around since 1617, which I feel like that's a long ass time ago. Uh, this is well, now if you think right, how
1: many German breweries actually get exported? It's not that many. No. So some also, some some distributor found some brewery and they were like, "Oh, this is great history over here." <laughs>
0: Dude, it's in a sixteen ounce can with a fucking sticker wrapper. It Jesus. doesn't scream sixteen seventeen to me, but I'm yeah, wrong. But also could Wait. be a test could be a test run. They they could have been homebrewing since sixteen seventeen. It didn't say that this brewery well, had been around. It, <laughs> it literally, it around literally says, says since time. sixteen seventeen. Like I feel like it's,
1: Oh, come on. That means it's been around since sixteen seventeen. Beiter- What's the name <laughs> of the brewery?
0: <laughs> okay, so honestly, it's the translated from german it's the private brewery uh plank laborer or plank beer uh so it it's probably an offshoot of the actual brewery here which looks like it's the bayern beer company i guess i don't know maybe maybe this place has been around i don't it looks like a fucking cartoon dragon lion uh, on the label so i don't, i don't know I, I, I don't know that I trust it. it. The beer's decent. It's not bad. It's not the best Weizenbach I've ever had. So I just want to bring that up to your private brewery. <coughs> anyway. Provence that's Brauerei. I so mean, it's, yeah, that's it's, interesting. It's dark So, as well. so um, It's almost 8 Fun fact.
1: Fun fact about uh, Bayern, right, mm-hmm. just really means Bavaria. And then right. also, also Bavaria is the uh, quote-unquote home province of uh, Senor Hitler. Yeah, of course. And Senor Hitler, being from Austria, right, tried to join the Bavarian Armed Forces, and they said, Sir, you are not German. You cannot be part of these armed forces here for world war one and they promptly sent his ass back to austria and then he actually a walled austrian army so all this real dictator podcast go ahead listen to it hitler's a little bitch like until he got power the dude was a fucking bitch just bitched out on every service that he needed to do had to do everybody else had to do found reasons not to do it he's like the donald trump of 1935
0: so <laughs> no shit. We've been saying that for the last 5 years. But Yeah, sure,
1: but I mean, I yeah. it didn't quite hit
0: home the way that the real
1: dictators were like, "Oh yeah," and then he convinced this guy, and then this guy was like, "Oh yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Why don't you do it?" And you're like, "Oh god."
0: I okay, exactly this, it, the same. Okay, reading into this, I'm understanding more about what they were going for with this beer. It is a hybrid style between a Dunkel and a, a Weizenbach. So, I, this, But wait, this wait, is wait, making, wait, 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 hold on, sense. wait. What? Don't they have very strict brewing standards? Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, their brewing standards more or less circle around uh, the ingredients they use. So water malt and yeast. Hopefully. Oh, so it's not, you
1: can't make these things in, in kind of complementary styles. That's okay.
0: Yeah, it, it's a, yeah. Uh, well, it's not okay, okay, but at the same time, we're. Hold the fuck up. Okay. My thumb was on this back part of the label where there's like a picture of a fucking uh, bright tank being brought in or a lager mm-hmm. tank being brought into it. I don't know why this is even on there. But then right below that, it says brewed in Laber and canned fresh in Connecticut. <sighs> okay, you got got. <clears throat> I got fucking taken, bro. You
1: got got. So they, they probably do bring in beer in bladders. uh, But totally gets canned in the U S that's what a new system. Fuck? We got to do some more
0: research on that. Cause it there's says, a lot of it, wineries that do the same thing. Well, cider does that. Like uh, Austin East ciders gets all of their,
1: all of their
0: liquid eat. brought in.
1: Yeah. But they make cider. But they yeah. make cider
0: there. Yeah. I was going to say they yeah, bring, the, they bring the liquid in, in the, the food safe containers into Austin from France and, and mm-hmm. Europe. And then they, Make the actual they ferment the cider there in. Austin. But that just says canned in Connecticut, canned so. fresh in Connecticut. But here's the deal: it says product Germany, canned fresh in Connecticut. On the opposite. I feel like if people are butthurt that Guinness Extra Stout was made in Canada for like ever, and they were like, "Yeah, I no, that I beer was... should never take off. What that beer should never f- take fuck off." is this? <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. You Agreed. know we'll, we'll get some more hey, research. Yeah,
1: Wait, once one one thing before we get into our segment. Um. Just reminded me
0: as I went to the restroom, we both did, which was the break. Um, they didn't know there was a break, Frank. They just thought I went to go get another for all,
1: Oh, yeah. Well, fair enough. I mean, I'm just saying we took a little break in between. But uh, for for the folks who yellow mellow it at home, okay, I want to give you a quick, just a quick synopsis of high-efficiency toilets. Um, you are saving about a half a gallon of flush the amount, if unless you are, like, just perpetually diarrheaing in your toilet weeks on end, yellow mellow makes no difference to the amount of water that you're going to be using. Maybe consider not leaving your piss for someone else to piss in. Just saying, understand. When we had three gallon flush toilets, very different. We no longer have that. Uh, maybe you know. Maybe just consider it. Well, just saying. Just it consider also depends it. on what. what.
0: If your house hasn't been updated in a while, it's got some older toilets. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm you saying if you have really a high-efficiency like toilet. Like, I'm just letting you know. There's some people no, understand. out uh, totally. there still pissing in bedpans, Frank, you know? Totally. No, no, no. That's why I qual- there was a
1: qualitative factor in there. I said, if you have a high-efficiency toilet, because nothing frustrates me more than seeing yellow mellow in a high-efficiency toilet. That thing is built to be flushed. Don't leave piss in that fucking toilet.
0: Sorry, Rant I, over. that's super <laughs> random, and I I, I don't want to say it ruined my segue, <laughs> but I told the people that I'll have to look into this beer and think more about it, and I'll have some research for you on next week's podcast. But Frank's got some research for us on this week's podcast Ooh, on a segment that we are now, as of the break that we took in this podcast, going to be calling this segment Frank's Deep Dive. Ka-psh. There's gonna be a, like a pool splash sound in the background. We'll have that going in. I, I didn't have, to, I fucked up and didn't have time to create the the drop for this week. So Frank, I, the the concept for this deep dive is that Frank is presented with a topic, 24 hours before we record a podcast. Frank then has the next 24 hours to research that topic, that question, that subject, and present us on a pod on the next podcast with a roundabout's 5 minute explanation of the su- of of the topic or the subject. Frank, do you want to tell the people what your options were that I so graciously gave you last night?
1: Yeah, so so I'll do options and then I just want to make some qualitative statements because this is the first deep dive, right? So it's going to take a little bit to get it honed in. But um like my options you're apologizing were
0: i up front and we don't need that.
1: No, no, no. I I, I don't think apologize I'm about 5 for, minutes, but if it, don't apologize if it goes a little bit you. longer, I'm just telling you. Um, okay. So, uh, Brian, Brian gave two options and quite frankly, this was just the test kind of a test flight balloon between Brian and I, but I, I, I enjoyed the research. So I think we'll do it again. But, um, Brian said, I've got two options. One of the options was, uh, wire, uh, replaceable, you, uh, household batteries named the way they are double a triple A, C, nine volt, six volt. And then the other topic was, do farts push out poop or do poops push out farts?
0: Yes. Okay. Which one? So, Ladies and gentlemen, right now, take a minute. Which one do you think you chose? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I chose the electric battery one because that sounded fascinating. Uh, and yeah, quite, I'm sorry. Did you not think the poops or farts was
1: fascinating? I need to know. No, because I know your, your sphincter is smart enough to know when gas is
0: coming. But which, why then. is it coming? Is it because the poop is pushing it out or is it because it's priming? the poop to come out.
1: No, you know, I mean, yeah, we, we could research that. Okay, we'll save, it for, the, ta- save it for another seg- day. The segment on that's not five minutes. So, so I, I took Brian's kind of, you know, hint here on the electrical battery mm. as being pretty fascinating. Cause I've never researched batteries quite to that extent. I knew a bit about them and batteries are pretty fascinating. So, um, qualitative statement here. Uh, I am not an electrical engineer, I might fuck up some of this explanation. I'm going to try my best. I had 24 hours to research this. Uh, Big shout outs. I've got a whole list of people here. Hold on. Big shout outs to um, Caltech. They've got some amazing videos on electric battery technology that I watched. Probably watched about three hours of those. Um, There's a uh, a site out there called, called Wonderopolis. They've got some very unique answers on like, random shit which was very helpful and then also uh tech quickie uh is a channel on youtube that gave pretty good synopses on you know the types of batteries out there so um up front want to you know cite my work make sure this is not frank's knowledge this is frank's research okay all right um so okay so frank's deep dive let's get started so okay batteries right so batteries uh actually come from quite a while ago so in, in 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 1800 there was uh they were actually just two dudes. It was a guy named Alessandro Volta and a guy named Giovanni. I don't know what Giovanni's first name was. They just call him Giovanni the whole time. So, Giovanni came up with a theory that there was such a thing as animal electricity. Okay. An animal in ex- electricity was a finite amount of electricity stored inside of an animal that an animal generated on their own. Okay. The way he thought that this happened or the way that he figured uh, this out was by literally dissecting a frog and uh, putting a current through through a far frog's spine mm-hmm. and its legs extended, okay? Yep. So he thought there was some, like, stored amount of electricity in there that you just regenerated, and that was called animal electricity. And if you ever wanted, like, real-life electricity, it had to be harvested, essentially,
0: through, through means. And right? that's why we killed a bunch of frogs in 1801, right?
1: <laughs> um yeah, that that and the we're always gonna blame the plague for everything as well. So <laughs> yeah. it was that and the plague. And the plague. Um so in any case, the, a guy named uh Alessandro Volta came along, and Alessandro Volta was actually intelligent. Uh well, I'm not gonna say intelligent. He was a little bit smarter, <coughs> a little bit more well-versed. Um he had always been playing around with electromagnetic fields and whatnot. And, uh, he, he didn't think that, you know, animal electricity ever existed. So he observed eels in tanks mm-hmm. and found that eels sort of continuously had electrical current, right? So if you put voltmeters next to eels, they always made the sound of electricity, right? That, yeah. So they always registered electrical currents. So, um, In order to prove Volta wrong, he tried to determine he sort of reverse engineered an eel. Right. And what he determined uh, was that um, part of the reason that eels kept generating, generating electricity was because eels had contact uh, with salt water, which um, actually we'll come to find out later on is an electrolyte, which is a substance that's pretty key to generating ele- electricity in a battery. So uh, so what he ended up doing is he he through a lot of research developed a battery that used two different metals, silver and zinc, um, that were alternated with a layer of paste bo- moistened paste moistened pasteboard. So moistened pasteboard you just needed ions which water has naturally, right to do the electron exchange to be able to, um, essentially, have a battery, okay. right? So what he what he produced was this cylinder that looked literally like i uh, I would say it's like if you've ever seen a compressed spring. Okay, it just looks like re- a really big con- compressed spring with layers of cardboard in between the spring, compacted. Okay, okay, that's what it. Like, it's super like, I mean, it looks old, rudimentary, um, if you will, rudimentary. Yeah, a prototype. It looks very prototypical. <laughs> so um the 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 the, the, like i said the thought behind it was that the metals would facilitate the electron exchange Mm -hmm. and then um uh, since they had sort of different numbers right so there's something called workforce within metals so a metal is lacking a certain amount of electrons at any given time Mm -hmm. uh if you put two of them together right so you look at the periodic table, right? It's organized by number of, of electrons, covalent electrons. Mm-hmm. So, if you put two metals together, they naturally try to balance out their um, electrons. Okay. Now, in that sort of equation, there's an exchange of electrons. If you then put those two pieces of metal into a uh, uh, an ionized liquid, i.e., electrolytes, yeah. The ions exchange at a a similar pace, right? So as you're seeing things on balance. So that completes the circuit, and thus you can get electricity through a battery, right? You've stabilized the circuit in that case. You you keep stabilizing the circuit over and over and over and over, yeah. So that's where the electric battery came from, okay? So two metals being put together. Obviously, you need some sort of uh, conductor. In a cylindrical shape, right? In a cylindrical shape with water in literally cardboard in between the two metals that then uh, facilitate ion exchange. Now, weakness of that battery, uh, when the substrate, i.e. the water paste um, paperboard thing, runs out of ions, the reaction's over, there's no more electricity coming from that battery, okay? So very rudimentary battery, but it has, it has its limitations. It cannot be recharged. It's just what it is. Um, and you waste a shit ton of human manpower trying to recharge the battery. Cause you have to pretty much recreate the whole battery every single time. Right. In any case, um, this was revolutionary, right? So that whole setup revolutionary, um, Napoleon actually at the time called it the greatest, the greatest invention of all time, which granted, I don't think it's been topped yet. We're still working with, you know, batteries. Um, So dude is credited as the founder of modern day battery technology. Um, However, the design has had to evolve, right? So the primary design that we use today was actually inspired by Volt, but um, uh, Volta, but actually perfected by Ramon Ponte. Now, he's a French dude um obviously if napole if napoleon says this is the greatest invention ever he sends about a billion people after it right ponte ended up being one of the dudes that um perfected the modern day Mm. uh battery so what he actually invented is um a sulfuric acid battery which still pretty much is the same battery that's used to power your car today um so he uh, he what he discovered was is if you if you place two electrodes of the same metal in a sulfuric acid solution and applied a vol- a voltage between um, the electrodes, you'll drive electric current through the solution. So essentially, what he's saying is is, right, you put a positive charge over here, a negative charge on the other side, you'll drive a charge through everything. Ionization takes place because one side of the plate, actually, um, becomes oxidized. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, in doing that, he's, he's mimicking the effect of the electron exchange between the two metal substrates, but he's not, uh, there's no finite reaction there. Right. Okay. So, um, what, what his battery has the ability to do that the previous battery couldn't do, right. Because it's in sulfuric acid is you could reverse that charge and essentially do the opposite to what you just did on the battery to drain it. So you could recharge the battery,
0: okay. um,
1: by reversing the chemical reaction. So, um, that is primarily the advantage that Ponte's design had, uh, over Volta's design. Um, and in doing that, he invented a sustainable battery technology that could, um, essentially influence modern day batteries, right? So we would have never had um, any of the stuff that we have today had begun with Volta's design. We needed this advancement um, in technology to be able to um, get to where we are today with uh, general battery usage, not quite to the point where we're at with lithium ions. It's a little bit of a different design, but it all stems from the same theory that you need to be able to reverse the reaction that you just created. Okay. Okay. So, that's sort of the history of batteries uh in s- real short okay uh-huh. now different types right yes. so we've got a couple different types of batteries not quite we're not quite at your question yet but we're getting there because okay. it's important right. to understand the different types okay so i'm taking no- alcohol- by the way
0: by the way i'm taking notes and i'm going to recap at the end it's going to be sick. okay all right so
1: different types these are important to note because they have different advantages right so alkaline batteries uh they're super cheap to produce they're not rechargeable, but they're known as primary batteries. So they're known as things that you can have, um, sort of, as a primary power source. But they'll never be what's the other power source, which is secondary, which is rechargeable, right? So um, alkaline batteries cheap to produce in mass, can't be recharged. That's their downside. They can be made in any in any any size necessary, but. Um, they don't have longevity. Uh, Nickel metal hydride. Mm -hmm.
0: um, The NIMH?
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. So those are rechargeable. Um, Advantage, obviously they last longer. Uh, They're charged last longer than alkaline. They are a tad bit more expensive, but they are not, um, by, by no means the most expensive. So you'll see these be used in cameras and, Uh, sort of your higher power devices um, as required Mm. Uh, lithium ion. uh, So now we're getting into a very energy dense battery. There you go. Um, Energy dense batteries. So energy density, right. That sort of translates directly into runtime. You're going to get longer runtimes out of those batteries. Um, They don't have a memory effect. So what memory effect talks to is rechargeability from non-zero. So, if you take a battery and you don't drain it completely and you try to recharge it, you could lose battery capacity through the memory effect.
0: Coach, uh, coach, coach. Sure. That's like the early days of the Nokia brick phones. When you get them and they would tell you to run the battery completely out two times. Like you, you run it out, recharge it, then run the battery out and then recharge it. And then you're re- ready to go. You're ready to rock and roll. Correct. But if you didn't do that, you'd fuck up your brick phone. Yep.
1: So the memory effect is detrimental to a lot of other batteries that are rechargeable. Lithium ion does not have a memory effect. So you can leave your Mac plugged in, uh, unplug it, get it down to 50%, recharge it, and it has no, no discernible impact on its battery life. Okay. Um, the other thing is, is uh, <clears throat> let me just quickly see. Yeah, so that's essentially, yeah, so no memory effect. Then you've got your lithium polymer battery. Um, These are pretty new. Uh, They're the ones that you currently have in your iPhones. They're not mass produced outside of really smartphones or super sleek devices. They're super expensive to produce. Their electrolyte substrate is a gel polymer, so it's not cheap to to manufacture. Um, They are very high density, but they're also very small. So that's sort of the application uh, where those things are used. And um, they don't have a lot of other applications unless you're trying to make something super fancy. They're just too expensive. Um, A lot of kind of future battery technologies coming down the pipe, including glass cathode, ceramic batteries. They're all trying to essentially decrease um, your charge requirements, increase your runtime. And then decrease something called cycle limitations. So every battery has a maximum number of times that it can be charged uh, before it loses its ability to be charged. Right. So lithium ions at the way high end of that. Nickel metal hydride is obviously way lower. Um, Does that have
0: something to do with the materials used? Whereas like lithium and all these others are metals, whereas ceramics are not. So they're not as likely to corrode or uh, become degraded over time with the liquid or the gels moving back and forth across them. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So so you're going to deal with erosion for sure. Um, A lot of them are limited by the memory effect. So your cheaper ones, Uh, They just will, you will never. So once you charge something and deplete it, Mm -hmm. it will never charge back to 100. So you're going to lose over time some factor of 100.
0: It's like recording on a cassette or a uh, VHS tape over and over again. Sure, in Mm -hmm. theory, you can record over and over again, but because it's a little magnetic strip uh, that the tape is running through, over time it's going to degrade and you're going to lose the quality. Uh, In this case, you would lose the amount of power that you would be able to store within that battery over time.
1: Precisely. So, I found that super interesting because I, I always knew about the memory effect, but I didn't know how how much work is going into actually solving it. So, it's really awesome. interesting. Um, we're finally getting to your question. Ah. The, the thing that sparked this conversation. So, um why do we have different sized batteries, and why are they named the way that they're named? Okay. Like I so, just want to
0: preface it. I understand that size also has to do with the application that they're being used in. Like I get, you're not gonna throw a, a single A battery in a in or a, a D cell battery in a tiny little flashlight. Like I I get that.
1: But Yeah, but like, that's not that's actually not even the primary reason. Okay, I'm interested. So now. so yeah so, um, before 1924. Every I remember back new and every new invention that had battery technology in it mm-hmm. essentially had to develop its own battery. Okay, uh, we might have some pro- problems here. Uh, sorry, we we're under a tornado warning now. Oh, okay. Um, so the as soon as I hear a train, and God knows I know what that sounds like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> in any case, the so so before 1924, everybody had to have a uh, they they developed their own batteries, right? so if you had a i, I believe there was actually a re, not a remote but a sort of a a uh, phonograph that you could take places and it had a little battery backup power, that had to be built for that phonograph, okay right. there was no universal standard, okay so in nineteen twenty four the battery manufacturing industry got together and they said, we need a standard. We can't have a battery for everything. We need batteries that things develop to. Okay. And uh, I would equate it similar to the, the charging cord phenomenon. Right. So um, Apple is really their shit housing, the charging cord industry, because you have to have an Apple fucking charging
0: cord. Oh, you don't have to. Before, some, of their, some of their products take USB-C, but I, I no, know. No, understood, I, but they,
1: they went that way now yeah, with the with yeah, the, yeah. Um, the laptops because USB-C provides so much more current, but um, with iPhones, right, there's yeah. no reason they didn't, didn't use USB-C when it was USB-C or right. USB normal or micro USB. There's no reason. They just want to sell cords. So the battery industry, they all went the opposite way in 1924, and they said, yeah, we should use standardized batteries. So, when they uh, they decided on this methodology, they obviously needed a standard naming nomenclature, mm-hmm. and that's when they landed on using the alphabet. Now, here's the interesting part: before World War II, um, A through Z in the alphabet were covered. There were batteries for every letter in the alphabet. Okay. What? Yeah. Post World War II. Uh, they actually needed smaller batteries. So they started coming up with a an nomenclature and they didn't know how many more small batteries they needed. So they started doing double A, triple A. You'll see there's a couple of different versions there's of the a, C battery. I was going to say there's so, a
0: quadruple A that's found in a lot of cameras.
1: Yeah, they're super tiny. They're, yeah, so really
0: thin. All, all of these
1: batteries um, kind of, you know, they were created with for smaller applications Um, It's just that over time, a lot of the original A through Z batteries just died. They did not have usefulness anymore. Um, Their shapes weren't important in in new designs. Um, Though you will still find today some asshole manufacturers using designs that have been deprecated decades ago. Like, no one used them. Mm -hmm. Um, They can still be manufactured, but no one in their right mind should buy a product with the shit in. So one of the important things that I learned through this exercise yeah. is if you're buying something that has replaceable batteries in it, better be sure it's a standard <laughs> that you can buy. Right. If someone, if someone's pushing a B size battery on you,
0: I think those are yeah. camera batteries. Like I, I was going to say, like what I, what I found is most of the batteries that I've encountered that are odd, weird letters or uh, like alphanumerics are like fucking camera batteries and they're not nine times out of 10. They're not rechargeable. They are fucked up and they have weird shapes that are specific to a body of a, of what they're, what they're powering.
1: The first thing that I can find that's a B size battery. The last one was produced in the 1940s. Jesus. So if you find shit, that's like, doesn't sound right. And doesn't sound standard. Look it up on Amazon before you buy that product. Um, (laughs) But all in all, right, so there's there was this guy named Volta and this other guy named Galvani. Okay. And Volta drove this whole story while Galvani was Marion Williamsing it
0: on the <laughs> Shut side. Up. Just rubbing crystals in <laughs> Do- fucking light and sage places.
1: <laughs> doing the battery technology via fucking uh, prayer stones and I don't know <laughs> animal animal produced uh, electricity. I don't know, dude. I, it's actually it's a really funny story. Like the and and to be to be honest, the uh, uh, Galvani actually invented some of the first voltimeters. So in all, he did he did lend a big hand into the development of electricity. Uh, but battery technology, he was just sort of, kind of wrong on, um, which is fair. I mean, you know, you 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 put your hypotheses out there, no matter how crazy it sounds, no matter if it sounds like you're going to have to line up seventy million frogs running in unison
0: to be able to generate power. Hell for yeah, a light bulb. that's all we need. <laughs> By the way, I want to clarify real quick: CR batteries are the ones that I was talking about. Any of the CR named batteries are the weird. Yeah, those are all camera batteries. They're Camera batteries. I'm, I fucked up. But yeah, yeah. so
1: there, there's still there's still a uh, International Battery Commission, quote unquote, <laughs> that determines uh, naming nomenclature, size standards for batteries, which is cool. It That's means awesome. you can't just go sort of quote unquote, you know, out, out to left field and create your own thing. You've got to actually come to this um, board to be able to get approved for battery manufacturing, which is
0: so pretty big, awesome. So big battery is still out there. That's yeah. Shame so b-
1: batteries are fascinating man i i did not actually think uh i would find out or i wouldn't say i obviously knew i was going to learn a lot i didn't know a lot about it yeah but i didn't think it would be as interesting it's actually a fascinating subject
0: uh just the evolution of batteries see you could have been that interested in farts versus poops but i'm glad that you did I, the yeah, But there's
1: probably like a universal answer for that <laughs> like,
0: or is there oh, there was a universal mm-hmm. answer for batteries let me recap Uh, Animal electricity, fuck frogs, obviously, is what I took from your uh, explanation. The periodic table has ions, and then uh, water plus cardboard equals water running out of electrolytes. Battery's dead. Can't recharge that shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brian got confused about Napoleon uh, for a bit. I confused Napoleon with Columbus for a second, and I was like, your timeline's all fucked up, Frank. And then I was like, wait, hold on. One one invented modern-day democracy.
1: The other did... What?
0: (laughs) Anyway... Uh, <laughs> I came back in uh, when you were talking about recharging battery info, so that was pretty cool. Uh, alkaline primary power, secondary power, rechargeable batteries, pretty pretty sweet. Uh, and then uh, we go into the nickel metal hydride, uh, longer lasting batteries, and then as we go into lithium, you get into the the lo- the uh, longest lasting, and then no memory effect on those batteries. Uh, obviously, with polymers being the super secret sauce that people are working on now. Uh, but those are really, really expensive to make. Uh, 1920. Yeah. So, so I want
1: to, I want to correct one thing. Polymers are the super secret sauce for super dense batteries for car batteries. There's actually a couple super secret sauces. Mm -hmm. One of them being salt based. Mm -hmm. If you can get salt based electrolysis, essentially if you can get, um, the absorption of salt to water right you can you can i think it's called hyperabsorption um you can suspend more salt into water than theoretically is possible right, right. there's a way to do it if you can get that number to be just a little bit higher you can essentially create a salt based battery that's almost as efficient as a lithium ion mm-hmm. they're almost there Um, The other technology is actually already out there. Um, It's not a new battery technology, but for EVs, um, one of the downsides is you have to actually go to a gas station uh, and recharge instead of filling up, which takes two minutes, and recharging can take 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, There are EV charging points in China where you pay essentially 20 bucks And the car, uh, is, uh, how do you go? Essentially they take the battery out of your car and they put in a recharge battery Mm -hmm. and you drive off and it takes five minutes. Um, which to me is the logical solution, Mm -hmm. right? Make the car modular. That's what I meant to say. Modular, pull that battery out, put it into a charging bay, Put the other one back in the car and have the person off and running. So that technology is out there. It's super cool. You can see it on YouTube. It's like propane uh, you exchanges. You can see people using yeah, you can see people using it in China. Mm. Like it it's working. And here Elon's still trying to tell you you just need this fastest charger in the world and a fancy gas
0: station you can sit chill at for 15 minutes. <laughs> I got excited when you were talking about car batteries. I was like, Are you gonna talk about Optima Yellow Tops? Maybe because those work in any direction. With spiral technology, and you want to talk about like badass high performing car batteries, and then you were like electric vehicles. I was like, oh yeah, too. No,
1: I didn't. So I didn't go too far into the car batteries because they <laughs> I didn't they all work very different.
0: Yeah, well, um, it's there's a lot of differences
1: in those batteries
0: cold cranking amps are a thing. I mean that's literally like the there are some like batteries that are like diesel batteries and I'm not saying they work on diesel vehicles but they provide a lot of oomph right out the gate whereas mm-hmm. other bat- other car batteries don't need a whole lot of that but they might need uh, some amperage as you get accessories up and running and that's a whole different beast altogether. But Frank, I think that was a phenomenal job that you did on 24 Hours of Research. I I like- <laughs> I, Thank highly you. Yeah, impressed. I, I was very fascinated by that topic. It was a good topic. You, you like that? You Would you be surprised that I thought of it last night while I was smoking a cigar and I was looking around the garage and I was like, oh, there's my battery caddy daddy or battery daddy caddy uh, that I got for Christmas. And I was like, you know what? I've always wondered why this shit. Is shaped the way There's it is. There's an awful lot of sizes in there. Yeah, There's a ton. Like, like I said, I listed them all off. I'm like, this is kind of weird as fuck. Like, why, why is this? And then also I was looking at the amount of money I have in batteries in my battery caddy daddy or da- battery daddy caddy. I don't know why I'm calling it daddy. I think it's just a battery caddy. But like, wh- I have a shit ton of money in batteries. Like, what the hell is this all about? But it inevitably happens, right? Like, I think... I think
1: that one of the other things that I learned is if you're recharging a lithium ion battery, you want to be sure that, um, or lithium ion or um, what was the other one? Nickel. Nickel. Metal um, hydride. Hy- hydride.
0: Yeah. Metal hydride. Yeah.
1: You need to make sure that you're recharging it with the correct current. Yeah. Uh, the old rechargeable, sort of boxes they don't provide the correct current to recharge that battery so you need to 100 percent, if they say it's a lithium ion battery or nickel metal hydride you need to get the charger for it you can't just be like oh i've got a battery recharger at the house because then you will actually cause that battery to get memory uh, uh memory issues
0: well the other thing is uh for uh, Android users for a long time, uh, have had to worry about this, but now that people are, uh, have wireless charging, uh, fast charging is a thing. Uh, some mm-hmm. phones can do it. Some or like some batteries in phones can, can take a full 10, uh, was a 10 watt charger, uh, fast charge. Like I'm pretty sure the newest iPhones can take a 10 watt fast charge, uh, through wireless charging. My phone can. Um, but if you were to take an older phone that had wireless charging capabilities, your, your wireless charging platform could do 10 watt, your cable could do 10 watt and your power brick can do 10 watt. You could, that's, that's an example where you could fuck up the battery in your phone because it's charging Mm -hmm. at a different rate. The thing that you can do is have fast charging across everything. So you have 10 watt power brick and 10 watt platform and then you find a five-watt plug that goes from those two for those opportunities where you do have a slower charging uh, device. Same goes for I've found when I've gone through my Shinjin uh, uh, electronics purchasing. There's some things like my uh, wireless, my Bluetooth earbuds that I've had for a while that have like the the twenty-dollar miracle uh, earbuds that I had for I've had for three years. Those take five-watt charging only. Well, I had to go mm-hmm. and special order a five-watt cable. Um, that I can plug into any power brick, it's fine. But as long as that cable is set to, uh, regulated to only five watt, I'm never going to blow out my earbuds, uh, but they'll charge just as fine. Does that make sense? Like you can yeah. always step down you, uh, like, and be fine uh, because then the, the, the highest thing that you can, the most damage you can do is to the cable, which is easily replaceable.
1: Yeah, you just, you've got to be aware, period, end of story, I don't know your specific setup, right? Go make sure that what you're using to charge rechargeable shit Mm -hmm. is, is doing the correct job. Uh, And it's more important that you don't use old stuff to recharge new battery technology than it is the opposite way. Um, Do, do not by any means use you know those those cool like silver bullet energizer
0: lithium oh, ion batteries yeah. that they Th- sell the now? USB rechargeable double A batteries or whatever.
1: Yeah, do do, do not go them. do not go use your fucking Ravac 1999 recharger for that shit. Don't no, do it. No. I know it's tempting. It's gonna take forever to charge. And then by the time it's done charging, you ruin that battery. So um that's that's probably the most important thing I learned outside of the fact that you're also not gonna fuck around with you know, buying shit with a B cell battery that no longer really
0: exists. Which, by the way, looking at B cell battery, they're the they're the size of two D cell batteries end to end. Like, the uh-huh. fuck is that?
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> it's, it's oh, cool
1: thing about your car battery. OK. That I learned. OK. Your car battery is essentially. A, a lead plate, yeah. right? There's a bunch of lead plates one side is coated in this special paste. It's like lead oxide, sulfur, something or another. I actually have it written down, but um, it's it's coated in this paste. And then the... Yeah, let me just find it. Um, got this section somewhere. Uh, maybe I deleted it. Shit, I deleted it. Uh, but it's coated in this paste. And the paste essentially is what, you know... Assists with the recharging. Um, yeah, it's it's like a little exchange that takes place. It t- takes place on each plate. It's battery battery tech is really cool. And quite frankly, if you're an Elon Musk fan, which I am, a respectful, uh, how to put it, bystander of his work. Like I respect what he's done. Okay. I honestly like it's it's very impressive. He's a dick, but it's very impressive. Um, even though he didn't invent everything, he put the people together and understood enough about shit to put the people together. That's very, very commendable. Um, He actually has a PhD in battery sciences. So, it is a very interesting subject. If you want to go learn some more about batteries, like I said, go look up the Caltech battery videos. Caltech has a shit ton of really good videos. They they do like essentially an in-class professor section where they explain the science behind the batteries, mm-hmm. and then they do a video sort of, this is the history of the battery, and it's like the history channel. It's it, big props to Caltech. They were probably... The most fun part of this research. Uh, it's good shit. And if you ever have the opportunity to go to Caltech or send your kid to Caltech, you'd be an idiot not to.
0: Call me an idiot, Frank, because I turned them down. They wanted me bad. Oh, They shit. wanted me I heard so about bad. That. Yeah. I heard about that. They were but like, they, Brian, Brian, come out here. I was like, fuck jan- Janitorial duties don't count. This is true. I was actually going to be the fucking <laughs> golf cart driver who went and picked up the trash cans around the university. You know what? Fuck you guys. You guys don't want a guy don't want a guy who got 3 DUIs while working at their last job as a landscape architect, please. Okay. Fine. You know how funny how funny would that be if
1: like Someone actually put on the resume, turned down a job from Harvard. <laughs> no, no clarification whatsoever. <laughs> and then it ended up being a janitor, line cook, whatever.
0: <laughs> Facilities, managerial services. Well, I will all right, say well, that,
1: that's a wrap for
0: the Frank, the Frank uh, deep dive. All right, it's a wrap of the episode. I was going to say next time you, 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 you whip up an outline, Let's run it by me, and I can help you with some timing on things. <laughs> but <laughs> five minutes, it was not interesting. It absolutely was. Uh, so I do appreciate that, Frank. Well, uh, well, the episode's only at like 40
1: minutes at the moment, isn't it? We're at an hour and five right now. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Yeah, sorry. Deep dive was a deep dive. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, um, we bottomed out on the pool twice. <laughs> we, it, <laughs> we bumped well, our head the on the bottom, of- fell asleep down there, and then we came to, we're like, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. Topic was broad. It was. Um, it, well,
1: it was specific, it was but specific. there was a you lot that, a, I, you, that you, I... You
0: took some liberties. I could have easily
1: answered that in five minutes uh-huh. if that was the only question that was needed. Uh, it's really... But uh, I, fa- I started researching just what batteries were, and I, I found it all very interesting, so... Is the lightning you know, taking went a little out deeper.
0: power, or is that Mrs. Frank turning the lights off on uh, you?
1: That's the wife going off and off on the light. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're doing hand signals back and forth like this goddamn nom. This is insane. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, I, 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 I <laughs> I'm gonna pause this. No. Okay, and we're back. We just had a little, a little beer break, a little lightning break uh, here in the old Nobody Left Behind Studios. Uh, but Frank. You had, uh, you had something you needed to get off your uh, chesticles this evening.
1: Yeah, so um, I – we didn't address this last week. First off, big props to the jury convi- um, convicting Chauvin. Um, it's a small victory. Uh, by no means is hard- it anything more than a small victory.
0: Yeah, I have a hard time playing a reggae horn for someone being convicted yeah. of a crime they did.
1: Just getting, you know, a normal sentence. All
0: right, sorry about that.
1: Yeah, it's it's such a, like, it should be such an expected result that it 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 feels empty celebrating it. I had a little whiskey on them, you know, just family got the justice. They're going to, they got a bunch of money. They're probably going to get some more money. Um it's not about the money, you know, he should be alive. Uh, what, what, what's just super disheartening is, uh, should, have, should have seen it coming, but it's how little the police force has learned, even though everything transpired, right? Like, in Austin, uh, we've had our own version of George Floyd, uh, except the guy didn't commit a crime. Um, and it's been, it's been pending, uh, disaster here for, for our city for at least what is it? It's been almost 90 days. Um, but a, uh, a guy, let me just quickly get his name. I'm sorry. So there was a, um, a young man. I want to say it's, uh, give me just a second. Sorry. I should
0: have had this prep. Um, shit. I mean, the fact that you're, that that we're down to something that happened in the last 90 days when there are, like in in your city, when Mm -hmm. there are dozens, if not, you know, a hundred or so that have happened in the last 90 days in cities all across the country is kind of fucked up and really indicative of a larger problem that people don't want to look at
1: yeah it's it's unacceptable right so the thing is 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 so yeah it's alex gonzalez i don't want to you know have the wrong name so alex gonzalez is driving down the road um dude what i could only imagine was a cop that was going home or off duty and driving um the cop gets cut off they start you know, going back and forth like everybody has on the road, you know, you've met the guy who gets super crazy. You throw him the fucking finger. He goes even more nuts, whatever. Um, dude that pulls, well, so no one pulls anybody over, but Alex Gonzalez is in the car and you know, he like flashes a gun at the guy next to him. Yeah. Um, guy next to him happens to be an off duty police officer. Doesn't have any identification. Nothing. Not wearing uniform, wearing a t-shirt, cut off sleeves. Nothing. Okay. Uh, Eventually, somehow they confront each other. Um, The whole story really isn't clear. They confront each other in a parking lot. And the off-duty cop shoots this man four times in the arm. In the arm? Yeah. All he said is, I'm a cop, I'm a cop. Now, Okay. (laughs) what
0: yeah that's not
1: it (laughs) you're an off-duty cop jumping out of a fucking car and you're saying i'm a cop like i'm supposed to trust you brandishing a weapon trying to shoot at me i thought this was road rage right so shoots him four times dude runs over he's got a baby in the car actually no i I skipped ahead the dude shoots out of his moving fucking vehicle at this kid
0: the kid pulls
1: over He calls the other squad cars, comes over. um, Dude has four shots in the arm, runs over, doesn't know how his kid is, yells, my baby, my baby. They go, don't reach in, then they shoot him and kill him, okay? That's how this happened. Now, it took Austin PD damn near 90 days to release this footage. I haven't watched the footage. I have no interest in watching the footage. The kid got murdered. Um an off-duty police officer should have zero inclination to get into a road rage incident, period. Uh, he sees road rage happening, take down the license plate, record the details. This is what happened. I was off-duty, you know, find the dude for road rage and send him to fucking anger management. I don't know what. Yeah. Like, what are you doing getting involved? In some road rate. And then secondarily, what are you
0: doing shooting into a moving vehicle? Like from a move was was his vehicle also moving? They were so both going down the road to dude's a firing shots. Fucking felony. Yep. Dead full stop. Like yep. doesn't matter if you're firing a weapon out of a vehicle out of celebration. Mm-hmm. You are that is a fucking felony. Like yep. you can't you can't shoot a deer from a moving vehicle. You can't. Like you can't even be a stopped vehicle shooted and shoot a deer legally. You Can't do it. So what the fuck? What makes you think that? You, I'm not. I'm gonna stop myself. I'm sorry. No, it just
1: I, it, it, it it's frustrating because this is something that happened in January. So in in the months since, right? They've learned nothing. They've learned nothing. Bro, Brianna Taylor and, got and, and when, shot
0: in her sleep and no one fucking yeah. cared.
1: And when you're sitting around and you're going, the system needs reform versus the system needs to be broken and rebuilt. I'm sorry. I don't know how you reform something where some fuck decides he's off duty. A dude flashed a gun at him and now all of a sudden he deserves to die. Like, yeah. how do you reform that? There's, there's no way to reform that. Was the dude right for flashing a gun? No. no. And especially not with this fucking case. Is that car. a death sentence? But is it, that a exactly. death sentence? No. In no way, shape, or form is that a death sentence. So no. if you if you feel as though it is, you need to seriously re-examine your priorities in life and most likely go seek some psychological counseling.
0: Well, th- that's the shit, man. Like you have people who don't see a problem with this. Look at their lives and what what surrounds their lives. Is it anyone who would be considered a fucking threat to a goddamn white police officer? Most likely no. You're surrounded by a bunch of goddamn people who look just like them, who behave just like them, who live just like them, who think just like them. And that's what's fucked up. Because then you have those people who are in a position of power over regular people and um, fucking people who don't look like them. People who are in a position of, like... I don't. I, I'm struggling for the words to 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 express exactly what I'm going for. But people who have to fucking submit to them just because they have a badge. And no, it's like, it's 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 not submission. They think
1: they are constantly at war. That's with what, society. Yeah. And if that is the way that you're trained, which is a, that is how they are trained. And if you are constantly on a war footing, right? You are there to X, Y, and Z, and it's always like tactically warlike fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: The the militarization of a fucking local police force is beyond fucked. Like you don't need a goddamn rolling armored vehicle because you've got a meth house. No, what you need to do is understand, like get to know those goddamn people around the meth house and be like, Hey, when are they going to be here? And when are they not going to be here? And we're going to fucking, then we'll take their house when they're goddamn not there. When do the meth heads go to McDonald's? We'll just take them at McDonald's. Oh, there's meth in here.
1: I'm sorry, bud. Yeah. That's meth in there.
0: Yeah. Um, Is this your house? It It is. Those are the keys to the house? Yes. And there's meth in there, right? Oh, I don't know about... ah. you got me. Fuck you. Like, that's... uh, But but our our police and and the
1: people who back them believe that they get to be, in any scenario that they feel threatened, quote-unquote, Yeah. I, judge jury executioner the enforcement the strong arm of the law like all this bullshit that comes behind it um i'm sorry i'm a person who
0: believes in law i don't believe in policing justice i think is what I, you might 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 believe in more yeah but but of justice like, in, in justice, either direction right? justice justice only backs up what follows the law, whether that yeah. is, is unjust, uh, 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 like prosecution of a law or, or uh, like following through the law, police being fucking held accountable for the shit that they do, or the justice for the person who actually broke the law, like I'm, I'm, I'm for that, I 1,000 percent. What I'm not for, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Like there, there needs to be a fucking like some justification on both sides. Also, for anybody who just heard what we said and they're like, you're oversimplifying the fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself right now. Because here's what's up. If your holdup is our explanation on a quick solve to a solution, a scenario that we just fucking made up, if your if your holdup is what whataboutism, if your holdup is yeah, well I don't know about go fuck yourself. Because if you can't see another human being as being worthy of not like of life then get the fuck out. Like if you're if your vision of another human being, regardless of what they look like, right? Because all lives matter. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Black lives have to matter, brown lives have to matter. All like for all lives to then matter. Okay? So unless you look at someone else who might not look like you and see their life worth living over a fucking single mistake, even if that mistake is dangerous to the general public, I don't fucking care. I really don't. Just like, honestly decriminalize it decriminalize like uh, drug l- drugs in general i, yeah, I don't think sure. someone who is either in, in the not right a, 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 an unstable uh mind mindset should have their entire lives ruined when it can be saved there are some people who are habitual like who will uh, habitually break the law those people either need reform or need a different life setting uh in order to uh like operate cool i get that i'm on board with you what I'm not on board with is the fucking 18 year old going to jail for fucking 30 years for a substance that is not going to hurt anyone other than themselves. Well, so, so sorry, that was I my own rant. It, a very personal take. No, on things. no,
1: it's, it, it's totally, totally correct. Right. Like I understand police using force when their lives are threatened. That's a very different scenario, right? Like right. we're not talking, but it is being used as the, the end all be all excuse for any action it's the default and and the problem is is we give them the ability to have that be the default so if you if you look at police confrontations and you look at the times that they feel threatened whatnot whatnot 99 percent of the time right you're dealing with three or four police people standing around an incident someone reaches and someone decides to shoot them Now it's not right. That's not, that's not right. You cannot feel threatened with that many guns pointed at a person. Um, now, okay. Want to use that as justification? Fine. Do what you want to do. But in, in my sort of core belief, the cops are a taxi service. They get you to your court date, whether that's today or whether you skip on the ride and the fair and you get another charge brought and it's tomorrow that taxi service is coming. Yeah. So, so stop thinking about these people as qualified juries and qualified judges that they are not, they are not that. And you should, you should seriously reconsider your judgment. If you think a person, especially quite frankly, especially if you've got a fucking college degree. Yeah. If you think if you if you've made that the people who didn't make it as far as you did intellectually should be making these
0: decisions, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) I mean, you're right. There are a lot of there there are a surprising number of uh, police officers, especially here in North Texas, where fucking well-paying jobs are few and far between. You'd be surprised how many college-educated police officers there are. Those are also not the people who are fucking making shit decisions and shooting people. Those are typically the people who are out actually policing in communities and understanding. To Frank's point of like, dude, if I if if Ted doesn't come in, I know where fucking Ted lives. Like I like we can go to his house. We can catch him like when he's go walking out to get, to get the mail on Monday morning and let him know we don't have to shoot Ted in the back four times it to just, get him to it comply. Makes, it makes no sense. Like these people are doing. But it's hero worshipping, right? Take it's it, like... Dude, take it from a fucking business mindset. Is this person worth more to me dead or alive? If he's Always gonna, alive. It's always alive. It's a thousand percent alive. It, yeah. it, the only time it's dead is if I have fucked up and I need to cover up my fuck up. Boom. Like, that. that is nine times... Like, in my mind, and again, I'm simplifying. But you know what? Go, go fuck yourself. I want to tell you the most No, but, angry, but hold on, hold
1: on. You're saying you're simplifying
0: i'm 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 no hold up.
1: wait 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 our gun debate is down to a good guy with a gun and a bad guy with a gun it's F- fucking fuck nonsense. okay go yeah. fuck yourself if you think this is oversimplification this is actually way more advanced than your argument good guy bad guy gun okay yeah. so
0: fuck off that's a good point that's a good you know what thank you frank i appreciate you just giving through and saving me here you know the most pissed off i've been in the last probably six years was when I got pulled over for a non-functioning taillight in the middle of the day on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, And I had two little Elm police officers pull me over. One of them was opening the car door as the car was, like, at at a stoplight, like, when the lights came on. Like, they were gonna fucking pull me out of the car at a stoplight. Uh, And instead, we we pulled over into a fucking, like, a well-populated park. And, uh, Both officers approached my window with their hands on their gun. Now I'm going to tell you right now, I am not menacing in the least bit. I I, like least menacing person in my black Mitsubishi Lancer. Okay. no, But it's
1: standard. They will say that's standard protocol. Now why is that standard protocol? Dude, I'm going
0: to tell you right now. If, if Tom had been in the car and had seen two people coming at him with their hands on their pistol, Tom might have gotten shot that day. Tom's my dad, by the mm-hmm. way. Tom might have gotten shot that day because he would have come out of that car fucking livid with his literal hat steamed off of his head because he was so pissed off that you dare approach a civilian with a fucking hand on a load, a presumed loaded weapon. And now my dad is Rush Limbaugh's number three fan, okay? So that's how conservative my father is. And he would still have that fucking problem. But with everybody standard, has that issue. Everybody but, has that issue. But then you have those same people Tom included who don't understand why you don't back the blue and why you don't support the police 100 10%. Uh even when I brought up to him that you can't support anything over 100%, he really did not like that uh, uh that argument. Uh, he took took uh, quite an offense Brian, to that. Brian, there is such a thing as three
1: coats of paint. So I, I guess so. I can I'm, 300% coat my house.
0: Uh shit. Damn it. Well, with that type of reasoning, I should just fucking quit right now. Um, listen, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I could say I'm sorry, Frank, that y'all, that Austin is going through this. I'm sorry to the man's family that they're having to go through this. It shouldn't be about proving anyone's intent when someone's fucking dead when they shouldn't have. They, they wouldn't have to be right. Yeah. I, I, p- period. Simple. End of story. Cops shouldn't kill people. And Period. off-duty cops shouldn't kill people like a million times uh, off-duty, less. Off-duty cops shouldn't <laughs> get into road
1: rage confrontations and then end up killing people and be okay.
0: That's like a hero worship bullshit that Mrs. Brian and I get into all the time. Like, you're so fucking hard D- like, just raging hard. Yep. I'm
1: just rolling justice, man. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> you fucking Fuck you, take it down 50 clicks, okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, Anyway, your fucking Punisher sticker on the back of your lifted Chevy is not doing any... Yeah. It's think, not proving the point. Really. Martin not.
1: Luther King had a, something to say about the Punisher, but, you know. Okay.
0: Um... Real quick, I want to talk about your favorite person before we go. And this will be quick. I, I vee much promise. I know you're you're heavy in the thunderstorms. Ours have already passed, so we're in the clear. Um, your favorite person on planet Earth is Larry Kudlow. I know. Um, did you hear what? <laughs> the lawyer turned Keynesian,
1: turned Adam Smith, turned the new religion of economics, you it, mean? That guy.
0: Uh you you've got his tattoo on your back, right? You've got the I do right yeah. in the middle. Yeah. I Roger Stone does mm-hmm. that. Think that's good. I'm glad I'm glad you picked up where I was going with that. So did you uh, I'm sure you saw over the weekend all the Fox News people bitching and complaining about Joe Biden's green new deal is going to have No, you've not eaten, the red meat ban. Eat less. Okay. So Kudlow bid, bit on that that horse shit, uh, uh uh lure here. Um and and made comments about red meat. <clears throat> And then he made the statement of, "And you're gonna wash down your plant-based burger with your, <laughs> with your plant-based beer." And I thought, "Hold on, wait. <laughs> Larry Kudlow doesn't know how beer's made. <laughs> doesn't know what beer's made from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there's not a single alcohol out there that's made from animal
1: product. There's a reason for it.
0: <laughs> Super shelf unstable. <laughs> it doesn't." Larry Kudlow doesn't know shit about what he's talking about. It if if you if you were the lone holdout oh, of man, this
1: this pork cider is so delicious. Oh. Too bad I got to drink it right after.
0: Frank, you, you make that joke. There was a there was a cidery in in Dallas that made a bacon cider. Hmm. It tasted How moldy like, was that It bitch. tasted like rancid meat and it was fucking disgusting. But apparently no. they turned their shit around. They make good cider now. I hope none of it's bacon. Anyway, all that to say, it's still not the main fermentable in that beer, in that in that that liquid golden goodness. I, so for him to say, enjoy it with your plant-based beer bitches or whatever the fuck, let that sink in. Um, if you're the lone holdout Larry Kudlow fan slash No Beer Left Behind listener, I hope you cut one of those two things out of your life. I'm going to leave it up to you to figure out which one I'm referring to um, real quick. Uh, better be Larry Kudlow. Otherwise you can go fuck yourself. Stop listening for sure. Um, that's, that's my final point. Honestly, I, I
1: also I, final point uh, meat uh, plant-based meats actually good. So go fuck yourself, Larry. Fuck yourself. Again. <laughs> I'll eat them all day.
0: Fuck yourself again, Larry. Oh, Lair bear Got zero
1: issues with, yeah, go, go try some, uh, I don't know, nugs, Oh Chicken shit nuggets. Even,
0: Frank 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 Hold up I'm, I'm holding fucking, you back I'm, I've got, I'm holding you back I'm standing between you And Larry Kudlow right now I'm Badass I, Hey hey Hold no. on just to save it It's not worth it man He's not worth it He's not <laughs> worth no, it he's not. he's not But he's clearly never tried Okay uh, Well thank you all For listening to this episode And every other episode Of No Beer Left Behind We do appreciate The loyal listeners We have out there Um, If you are a listener and have not left us a review over on Apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts, please do consider leaving five stars only because that's very helpful to get other new listeners involved with the show. Okay. If you want to stay involved and uh, maybe reach out to us and hit us up for our uh, uh, NFTs of these episodes or maybe Brian's baseball card collection. Hit us up over on social media at no beer Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram at NBLB beer on Twitter as well. You can also hit us up over on the Facebooks. Who knows? I don't know if you're like 15, one of the 15 people still on Facebook using it on a regular basis. Holler at us. Uh, love to talk to you. For Brian here in North Texas. Until next time, I am out.
1: Yeah, Facebook just posted
0: their first user decline and it's pretty significant.
1: In any case, for Frank, uh, far, far south, south, um, L.A., that's lower Austin, uh, for you noobs out there. God damn it. Uh, See plenty of people out there flexing that their 3D printers can print guns. Well, I've had a Canon printer forever. I'm out. (laughs)